you're listening to Coaching After Dark with Coach Kim and Friends, the morning show for night shifters. Hey, hey, night shifters. after dark the morning show for night shifters it has been a whirlwind of a season wouldn't you say auntie isha yes it has our summer started out great and i don't think we have we haven't we have not once yet this summer done a show with all of us no (laughs) (laughs) well night shifters as you can see you have myself coach kim the fabulous auntie isha and CA has taken the family to SeaWorld this weekend. And uh, Reese is still on vacation. <laughs> Where in the world is Reese? That's <laughs> Yes, that's what the world wants to know. <laughs> so we're trying out things as we try to advance the show a little bit. How do you like our, our, our background? Oh, oh, did I disappear? There I am. <laughs> there you are. Uh, so we have the world. Uh, but next episode, hopefully we can ha- all have the coaching after dark background filter for everybody. But anyway, Auntie Isha and I have another special episode for you. You know, the past two weeks, she and I covered Florida law and we talked about uh, permitless carry a little bit. We talked about the Carlisha Hood situation and we got some thoughts from um, Duval County's state deputy director, prosecuting attorney for human rights. <laughs> his perspective and how he really feels about Governor DeSantis. So if you, we're sorry. We will be on demand pretty soon, as soon as Isha and I can figure out the whole technology thing. <laughs> but Auntie Isha, would you like to let our viewers know what we will uh, be highlighting for the next couple of weeks? Um, uh, no. Okay. <laughs> better at that than me Kim I'll let you do that oh my goodness and you know how good Auntie Isha does everything yes so um Auntie and Isha and I have been taking a few field trips it's you know summertime and we live in Florida and the beauty of living in Florida is that you get to travel in a day and come back home to see sites that a lot of people have to take planes to go see so we took a day and Auntie Isha got me up at six o'clock in the morning on a Saturday. <laughs> we went from Jacksonville to Gainesville to Cedar Key to Rosewood and back home again. Yep. We did all of that in the day. We were home by what, like 430. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. one of the living in uh, Florida. Yes. <laughs> really want to talk about. Um, it's the different stops along the way, and we will be highlighting you guys with some highlighting you guys, showing you guys some highlights and footage that we took along the way. So, six o'clock in the morning on a Saturday, Isha, was it easy yes. for you? To- 
So listen, the fact that we were going to this particular destination, which we haven't named yet, but we'll get there. Um, I was like a kid um, the night before Christmas. Oh. And I knew Santa was coming. So I I was up out of my bed ready at like getting ready at like 5 15 that morning. Oh wow. <laughs> yeah. I was ready. I, I lived till the alarm went off at six o'clock. And the first thing I did was I sent Isha a text because I wanted to make sure she was up. Because if she wasn't up, if she would not have responded, I was going back to bed. <laughs> But I texted her and told her, okay, I'm up. I'll see you in two hours. Yeah. And with the like or love or whatever we do on the iPhone. And I was like, okay, she's up. I guess we're going. We're going. <laughs> um, but it was a, a really good trip. I am going to share with you guys some footage of me actually getting ready. Isha, did you take any footage getting ready? I did not take any footage of me getting ready because I'm just not a, as good of a podcaster as you are. You are just the the podcaster of the year. Well, you know what? I'm going to take that, but you are. <laughs> you are some amazing ideas for the show. So uh, before we cut to that footage, let's just give you an idea of, of where we're going. So okay. I posted um, a couple of weeks ago this sinkhole that's located here in Florida. Yes. and she's like this is on my vision board who wants to go with me well who's coming who's coming it's me <laughs> this was before i knew it was at six o'clock in the morning me right. <laughs> <laughs> so isha um tell us what drew you to wanting to go to the sinkhole okay so um so as you, as the viewers know, I am Auntie Isha, the spiritual coach, and nature is a huge part of my life. Like, it, it's how I ground. It's how I stay sane, really, in this crazy world. And when I learned about, um, we're going to go ahead and release the name. Are we, are we going there? Yeah, are, we, are we taking it, the cat out of the bag? Okay. I do to have the honors. Okay, good. So when I learned about Devil's Mill Hopper's um, Geological State Park and realized that there was a place in Florida where basically the earth opened <laughs> and inside of, exactly, and that I could go and walk on a staircase and stand above this massive 500 feet wide, 120 foot deep um, sinkhole, I knew that's where I needed to be. She knew. Like it, it, it was just like no question. And I knew it was gonna be a spiritual um, encounter um, because I would get, I would have an opportunity to be close to mother earth and see her in all of her glory and just see how amazing earth could really be you know i mean it, it's amazing just from this level but this is seeing it from a whole different perspective and kim i think you can um i think you'll agree with me that seeing it and experiencing it 
it, it moved you. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah it's beautiful there. So beautiful. Uh, <clears throat> I guess without further ado, we'll show you the clip. But if you haven't figured it out by now, Night Shifters, the next couple of episodes, the series with Auntie Isha and I is just going to be um, things you can do when you live in Florida, you know, just summer sightings to see. So, and the first one is, um, as Isha said, Devil Mill Hoppers Geological State Park in Gainesville, Florida. So, um, okay, Mav, roll it. Okay. All right, Night Shifters, welcome back. I hope you enjoyed our, our view of Devil Mill Hoppers. Um, so, Auntie Isha, I yes. know... I know we have to get to the weekly reading, but before we do, any last summaries for the viewers regarding Devil's Mill Hoppers? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Let's uh, try to get to the weekly reading. Yes, exactly. So uh, just a little bit of background. Um, I'll make it quick. Mm -hmm. So Devil Devil's Mill Hopper, it happened because the limestone under the earth collapsed, right? So all of the limestone collapsed, earth opened up, created this beautiful sinkhole. Um, and in this creation, life continued to happen all around it. So yeah. as you descend down these 132 steps, because that's how many steps we walked, girlfriend. <laughs> yes, we 132. did. 132. 132 down and 132 up. up. <laughs> down and up. So as you are descending down, you have an opportunity to see how life finds a way. Because mm. there's these amazing waterfalls. Um, ancient old trees that were uprooted during the... Um, the formation of this sinkhole have now created little small ecosystems. Um, the, the, oh my God, the plants, the animals, even, and I'm afraid of spiders, but the webs that we saw. Oh my word, yes. It was just, if you need, if you ever a person who, you know how some people say, I can't meditate because my mind just keeps running. You mm -hmm. know, all these intrusive thoughts keep happening. Go mm -hmm. to Devil's Mill Hopper. That is something that will shock you into being present. You know what? That's true. That's yeah. True. And I'm sorry for all the movement night shifters. I'm trying to plug up my phone because it's about to go dead. So uh -oh. <laughs> I'm sorry if I'm distracting anyone. Don't look at me. Focus on Auntie Isha. <laughs> yes. Um, and I couldn't help but also think about all of the indigenous people of Florida. Mm. You know, just, you know, anytime I'm in these state parks and mm -hmm. we're away from all the hustle and bustle of life um, and there's no McDonald's sign, there's no KFC sign, there's no tall building, um, you get back to remembering that this land truly belonged to a group of people mm. that had an amazing dynasty before any European um, colonization took place. So it connects you to them and it makes you remember them and, and to, to, to just bring them 
bring them into today's consciousness and, and remember them. Very well said. Very yes. well. Yes. It was very emotional and very beautiful. I loved it. And Night Shifters, we're going to take a break. And when we get back, Auntie Isha will have this week's weekly reading. We'll be right back. All right, Night Shifters, welcome back. Um, once again, it's Isha and I doing a quick city tour where we hop up on a Saturday morning and we drive to different locations that are within range from where we are, which is Duval, Jacksonville, Florida, for those of y'all that don't know. But before we move on to the next highlighted city, Auntie Isha, what is our weekly reading? Okay, Night Shifters. Um, this weekly reading is amazing. So I'm going to just look over a little bit because my card's over here, y'all, just to refresh my memory. So listen, mm. this is the most beautiful reading I, I've pulled in a couple of weeks. Like I, it's so beautiful. So I know a lot of, um, uh, a lot of, uh, my people are afraid of snakes. So Please bear with me because when I did, when I pulled these cards, the only thing I could hear in my uh, mind was this is the week of the serpent because this is about shedding old skin. This is all about renewal that those old beliefs are shedding off and underneath is your new, beautiful, luxurious new skin and you are shining bright like a diamond you are getting rid of rid of old beliefs that no longer work for you you are moving forward renewing yourself having new amazing ideas and it is time for action Woo. do not let this pass you by this is not you know how sometimes people say another opportunity will come don't look at it like this this feeling that you have this week, consider this a once in a lifetime feeling. That's how strong it is. Wow. That's how amazing this portal that's happening for us right now. That's how strong it is. Take it, move. That inner critic that has been in your head for a long time, silence it. Mm. Tell that inner critic, no more. I'm not listening to you anymore. And you're going to learn to be your authentic self. So I am, I'm so excited for you guys. I'm excited for myself because I'm also a part of this reading. And I can't wait to see what this week brings for me. I love it. Yes. No idea about any of this when I sent you that text this morning. It was just like overwhelming. Like, oh no, this is what we're going to do. And this is when we're going to do it. And this is how it's going to end up. And then yeah. I really sent all of that to you. I was like, you know what? I didn't even ask Isha if this is something she wants to do. <laughs> Let me back that up and say, if you want to, that is. <laughs> so when I pulled the card, I was like, oh, so that's why I'm getting these kind of texts from Coach Kim. Oh, that's the kind of week we have it. Okay. <laughs> Night shifters, I, I launched a, a whole... Um, war plan on what yes. and I are going to be doing uh within the next couple of years but we're starting it this year so yes yes <laughs> but anyway night shifters we're going to travel along so um you came with us came along with us to Gainesville at the state park 
And now we uh, all hopped back in our cars and got started and traveling down the road. And this time our next stop was the beautiful island of Cedar Key. <sighs> yeah. So for those that are not familiar, Florida has um, lots of islands around it and they're called Keys. Many, many of you have heard of Key West. That's a key. There's Siesta Key. There's Cedar Key. There's several islands around Florida and they're called the Florida Keys. So this particular key is the closest one to um, us here in Jacksonville. So we hopped on a car and we drove over to an island. Yes. Is <laughs> <laughs> so is um population, I want to say 420, if that. I could be wrong, but I know it's very, very small. Um, and on this island, there are all kinds of uh, museums and art stores and restaurants, of course. There's, um, they have their own beach and we just had a ball. So this was Auntie Isha's first time there. Yes. So upon setting foot on Cedar Key, what was your first impression? Oh, I'm in a Hallmark movie. Oh. Like <laughs> Yes, it's beautiful. <laughs> it's I was like, oh my God, this is like out of a book. This isn't, you know, this isn't real. The dolphins were just like playing like, hey y'all, welcome mm -hmm. to Cedar Keys. Um, the buildings were just these, it just looks like this. It, it, it looks like it belongs in a little globe, a little Florida globe. It really does, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah. I like that it absolutely does it's like visiting the town of mayberry yeah yeah but it's yeah. all island theme um the people were super nice now one thing i will say because you know um our following is mostly black hey y'all <laughs> but uh cedar key is mostly white but uh, and they're mostly trump supporters out there but everyone's super nice. Um, we had a great time. And the main reason for the visit, two things. One, Cedar Key Historical Museum is a must see. You learn so much in there. Um, not so much African-American history, but you do learn about how we played a part in the building up of Cedar Key and not so much in a slave type of way. Yes. And um, the restaurants, because they're all oceanfront. So you're sitting there and you're watching the view and eating this fantastic food. Yes, <laughs> yes. So without further ado, here are a couple of clips from our visit to Cedar Key. We'll be right back. Take a look. Hey, Night Shifters, we are back. I hope you enjoyed the scenery that we provided you from Cedar Key. If you ever get the opportunity, just definitely drive out there and experience it for yourself because there's it's just a feeling of, relaxation you know yeah. like step foot on that island it's just like huh. Huh. Now, in in um devil's mill hopper it was a huh, you know yeah kind of like the earth opening up and giving you a warm hug yes um, stepping foot on cedar key island was just like huh, like you know don't worry be happy like leave all your worries behind just enjoy the view yeah walk around hop on a golf cart just do your thing yeah yeah they had um signs for boat tours mm -hmm. 
you know, lots of shopping you can do. I got some amazing books from the museum. I don't, I don't know of any other book enthusiasts out there, but I got some amazing books and they were really affordable. Um, and I learned, like you said, it wasn't a lot of African-American history, but there was some inside of the museum, so. Mm -hmm. So even if you're just a history buff, now there is a lot of Native American um, yes. history there at Cedar Key. <clears throat> but we did learn about Cedar Key's first black mayor. Probably. Mm -hmm. <laughs> we did learn about uh, the post office and looking at furniture from back in the 1800s and how small it was. Just really, yes. for me, it, it made it, it made me visualize how small his, the colonizers back then, European colonizers were. So um, I can imagine why they thought of Africans or any continent that they went on as giants because they themselves were very small in stature. Very yeah. small. You can tell Absolutely. that from uh, we visited, I'm sorry, go ahead. Oh, no, I was just going to say we visited the train station, you know, the, the first train station that was in Cedar Key. And this was actually a train that uh, a lot of escaped slaves would run to and, and hop on to try to head west or north. Uh, so that was interesting to be in that train depot where they used to come and, and hide and, and run. Yeah. Yeah. And I was about to say, Kim, even with the um, indigenous um, information inside of the museum is that the creeks, it, it's believed that the creeks were um, native to Cedar Key, which I didn't know that. Um, they said it wasn't as publicized as um, it was kind of like left out of history. And um, I don't know if you know the Creeks or who later became, well, a part of the Creeks later became the Seminoles. And the Seminoles, of course, later became the Black Seminoles included. So um, all of that kind of ties into our history. Cedar Key has a lot of Black history that maybe is not as publicized but we up in there a lot. Yeah. And I have yeah. to say that is that, that um, the Coop and I do this, we started last summer just doing these little road trips. But one thing we truly appreciate is, is piecing together the parts of history that were left out of what we were taught in school. So going and visiting these places and feeling the energy and seeing these sites and reading up on everything, we're learning a lot, which I never thought I would want to learn history when I was coming up. But... <laughs> But it, I'm, I'm thoroughly enjoying it. So I'm glad you brought that up, Isha. Good point, good point. So that was our trip to Cedar Key. Then we ate a lot of food. We got the itis. I was about to say, we got the itis. <laughs> as soon as we left out the restaurant, what did I say? Why would y'all feed me? <laughs> but we did walk it off a little bit. We walked it off a little bit. So we <laughs> car and we drove another 10 miles down the road to Rosewood. So when we get back night shifters, we'll tell you all about our visit to the Rosewood Memorial. We'll be right back. Okay. All right, night shifters, welcome back. So we started out and Tisha and I started out with our, our trek through down through a sinkhole, um, which has now been the home to a beautiful tropical rainforest right here in Florida. And believe it or not, it really wasn't that hot. That's one thing we forgot to mention when we talked about that. It wasn't mm -hmm. hot it was about the size of your hand, but that's another story. <laughs> From the sinkhole, we traveled on over to Cedar Key and got to experience the island life. 
we visited the Cedar Key Historical Museum. We visited Steamer's um, restaurant. I forget what it's called, but I know it's Steamer's. Steamer's, Steamers yeah. And that's a beautiful oceanfront uh, restaurant with some great food, live music. And as we were leaving, they were we were all singing Sweet Caroline. Bum, bum, bum. <laughs> <laughs> Hopped in our cars again, and we caravaned on down from Cedar Key to Rosewood, which is about another 10 miles. So for Rosewood, of course, we have to get a little bit more serious, a little bit more somber, because it's a totally different energy than the first two that we experienced. Uh, if, for those of you that are not familiar, please research the Rosewood Massacre or just Rosewood, Florida. You don't even have to put in Massacre. But Rosewood, Florida was um, an all-Black community. Uh, in its heyday, it had 450 residents of uh, Black-owned businesses. This is where the Black-owned, I don't want to call it a settlement because it was more like a city or a town at that time. And unfortunately, it um, drew too much attention from the wrong people, and it was burned down by the Klansmen of that day. A, a whole city burned down and I, there were only nine survivors. Am I correct, Isha? I believe so. Six or nine survivors, something like that, yeah. Um, out of the whole ordeal. So all properties gone, land gone, families gone, people gone. And the only thing that's there right now, and this is thanks to Governor Bush, Jeb Bush, I think. Jeb Bush, yes. He created a memorial and made a historic landmark on this one little plot of land, which we will show you in our little video clip. And this plot of land with the sign that tells the story of Rosewood, um, people have come to use it as an altar, so to speak, and they lay books and flowers and plants and just things to honor those that lost their lives in this fire. So. Without further ado, we'll go to the video and then Isha and I will wrap up with our thoughts when that's done. So take a look at the video. Friend, Mr. Vance and Coop, and then of course the two of us. So um, don't forget was, Zion. Zion was that sparkles. She stayed sparkles. in the wood, but she was yes. with the whole day. Yes. <laughs> Um, so that was quite a heavy moment. Um, yeah, I will say the first time I went to Rosewood, it was super heavy. And that same spot that you were staring in was calling to me as well. It was wow. calling stop myself from walking over there. Coop said, don't you go in there. <laughs> um, so, but this time around, because I was more focused on the production of the show, uh, I didn't really step into the spiritual side of things, but Isha, please explain yeah. to us um, the feeling yeah. of Rosewood. So this was my first time at Rosewood. Um, so, you know, Kim, <laughs> at first we were at the wrong spot. <laughs> yes. I was like, what, what is this? I don't think this is where we're supposed to be. So when you guys called us down and told us the right spot, I'm talking about from the moment the car stopped, time stopped for me. Wow. 
it was as if I was transported back to 1922. Wow. And all of that fear, all of that pain, all of, all I kept hearing was why, why? So many people wanted to know why. Yeah. Because, and I'm assuming, you know, we, we take, um, we think information just traveled like it does now. It, it didn't happen like that back then. Right. You didn't, you didn't know what was going on until after it probably happened or maybe even weeks after it happened. So I'm assuming that's why I kept hearing why, why, why? Because people probably didn't even know why. Right. Yeah, I so, don't think it- Yeah. And just when I got to the actual um dedicated sign in that area, as you guys saw in the video, I looked straight back and I, you know, I don't know I, I think all of our viewers know by now, but I'm a seer. And as soon as I looked back, I saw this precious little kid peeping from behind the tree to see who we were still hiding wow and you know i i i'm I'm not a i'm not a person who has a concrete answer for you of what that is is that a ghost is that um energy just still left behind and that person has went on i don't know all i can tell you is that when i looked I saw a little kid. And then after acknowledging that kid, I saw more kids. And then I saw older people. So this was obviously an area where they put the kids and the elderly to try to get them to safety. And hope that, well, then Charlene said she saw kids too. Mm-hmm. So then it was like, okay. Well, this ain't just a figment of our imagination. We can't both be seeing the same thing. Right, yeah. And then Coop, our historian of the group, uh, explained to us that this was the way they traveled to get to the train for safety. So that's why that was such a hot spot. Wow, Yeah. yeah. So I'm glad you didn't go back there. I'm glad Coop pulled you away from yeah it going back there but um yeah it was it was very emotional very heavy and um that's why as we were leaving you know I was saying hey I I I bring nothing with me but I leave I leave behind peace I leave behind peace it's just it's it's just hard to think about how terrible we can be to one another as humans yes Uh, yeah what for what? Yeah. Like you said, for what? Now, for I do what? want to Auntie Isha, um, as we were preparing to leave, you asked us to walk out backwards. Yes. What was that for? Well, you know, at the end of the day, um, because I felt and I saw so many spirits, um, I had the feeling that this was actually a sight where death happened, that there there may have been actual people who died right here at this site. Um, So in my mind, 
this is a cemetery. Mm -hmm. And there are certain rules um, when you are when you're in a cemetery that you should um, adhere to. And one one of those rules is walking out backwards. I never knew that. Yes, that is one of the rules of a cemetery. You always walk out backwards. Because okay. you're not, you're that, you know, some, and you know, like everybody has their own different beliefs. And um, I don't infringe on anybody's beliefs, but in spirituality, um, I, I don't believe a cemetery is dead. It is very active. And there are things there, people there that can definitely connect and attach. Um, so walking out backwards, backwards is a way to ensure that you leave everybody there and you don't bring anything home. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yes. Well, Night Shifters, that has been Auntie Isha and I's summer experience so far. We have um, more things planned. Well, I should say Isha is probably planning something else. <laughs> and we would love to continue showing you our great state of Florida as we can. Um, but we may even go some other places too. Who knows? You never know. Sure. So, I mean, but I would like to say this, Kim. Uh-huh. We were affordable. Yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. Affordable. Absolutely. That was a that was a whole experience. Um, and the only thing we needed was gas to travel with and lunch money. Yeah. And that's and if you don't want to splurge on lunch money, pack it back. I mean, we had coolers. Coop had a cooler in the car. Lauren had a cooler in her car. We had snacks. We had drinks. We had water. So, I mean, lunch was just a luxury. So for those of you that are looking for something to do on a budget and you live, you know what? It doesn't even matter if you're here or wherever. Look up state parks in your city, your state, yeah. what's drivable for you. Yeah. For um. The drive for us from Jacksonville to Cedar Key is two and a half hours. And look at all the stops we made along the way. We saw Gainesville, yeah. Rosewood. I mean, and I'm sure that others of you out there in other cities and states have the same luxury if you just take a chance to look up your state parks and then go from there. Yep. All right, Night Shifters, that concludes our summer episode. Uh, if CA and Reese continue to leave Isha and I on our own, <laughs> there's no telling what you'll see next. <laughs> Night Shifters, have fun, enjoy your summer, and be safe, and walk out backwards. That's right. <laughs> Bye, y'all. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Coaching After Dark with Coach Kim and Friends, the morning show for night shifters. We here at the CAD Podcast, thank you for spending your evening with us. To submit your marital truth letters, be sure to email us at coachkim at coachkim.net. To reach out to us with any inquiries, be sure to call 904-323-2155.